One of my favorite movies is You've Got Mail. I love that movie. I've seen it many, many times. Although, when I rewatched it a couple of years ago for the first time in a while, my husband's like, these two people are terrible. They're both in relationships and cheating. Mm -hmm. I was like, you have a point. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I don't know why I forgive it when it's Joe Fox and Kathleen Kelly. Hey everyone, welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a Hallmark review podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And this is the final episode in our summer series where we've reviewed fan favorite movies all summer long. If you've loved this series, we have an announcement that you might love coming at you shortly. Outside of the podcast, please connect with us on Instagram. You can find us both at Girls Gone Hallmark and at Megan and Wendy for a peek into our personal lives. Jump into our Facebook group, Girls Gone Hallmark, if you want to chat about Hallmark movies. That's what we're doing over there. And finally, if you are a new listener of the podcast or a longtime listener of the podcast who hasn't yet had the opportunity to leave a review, we would love for you to open the Apple Podcast app, tap the five stars, and tap the button that says write a review. And if you're wondering, I don't know what to say, just tell us your all-time favorite Hallmark movie and why you love listening to us. Can we dish on the big news? Let's do it. You're hearing it here first. Beginning September 5th, you'll get two brand new episodes a week on Girls Gone Hallmark. I'm excited. Are you not hyped about it? No, I'm super excited. And the format of those episodes is going to be... Movie reviews? <laughs> I don't know. What's the word? What By do you want that, to say? I mean, we will still be continuing our reviews of older fan favorite movies. We yes. have conducted a poll in our Facebook group as well as on Instagram asking people for the movies they want to see. And it's a fall theme we've got going on. Yes. Yeah, so from... September through the end of October, we'll be reviewing fan favorite fall Hallmark movies, and those will drop on Tuesdays. And then on Thursdays, you'll get a review of Hallmark's newest movie. That's right. I'm really excited. Me too. I'm the fans have been asking. They yeah. want more Girls Gone Hallmark. This what are we to do? was well received <laughs> yes. over the summer. So we're excited to bring you more of the movies you love. Yes. Yes. All right. So let's talk about Bottled with Love. Mm-hmm. From what I understand, this is a fan favorite movie as well. Mm-hmm. Do you want to hear a synopsis? I do. It's pretty short. After being stood up, Abby gets inspired to open her heart in a letter put it in a bottle, and toss it out to the sea. Months later, a man fishing discovers it and opts to reach out. (laughs) That's it. It's so funny to me because I pulled this one off of IMDb, and whoever puts these into IMDb, like, it's always like a summary of, like, what the movie is. Like, a very short summary. If I read this, though, I'd be like, meh. Meh. Oh, yeah. Yes, I agree. The synopsis doesn't... You got to sell me on it. Correct. Sell it to me. Let's talk news and notes. Let's do it. This movie first premiered on April 13th, 2019, and it was part of the channel's Spring Fever. Oh, Spring Fever. Yeah. Pre-Spring Into Love. This movie was directed by David Weaver. He has 39 directing credits, including this summer's wedding season and 
earlier this year, Sweeter Than Chocolate, Last Holidays, Lights, Camera, Christmas, and tons of Hallmark credits to his name. Listen, Lights, Camera, Christmas is one of my all-time favorites. It's a great movie. So I was happy to see that he had directed that and this one. Mm-hmm. Kelly Bow. Yep. I say Bow because it's B-O-W-E. I don't I'm thinking it's Bo. Anyway, she has only five writing credits to her name. Most recently wrote Caribbean Summer in 2022. Yes, her second Hallmark movie credit. Isn't that wild? Like, where, like, these writers who have, like, nary a job on their resume gets a Hallmark movie? I would suggest that she's probably been writing elsewhere. Just the fact that it's not on IMDb doesn't mean Mm. she's not doing some writing. Fair. She could be in a writer's room somewhere or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm not not trying to drag her. I looked at her LinkedIn. She's a freelance writer. Did you? I did. Wow. Because her IMDb was so light. Mm -hmm. So she has a master's degree from USC. This movie stars... Bethany Joy Lenz as Abby Lawrence. Bethany Joy Lenz has 42 acting credits. She is going to star in the upcoming Countdown to Christmas movie, A Built More Christmas, alongside Wowie Zowie Christopher Palaha. <laughs> Previously on Hallmark, she starred in An Unexpected Christmas, Five Star Christmas, Just My Type, A Valentine's Match, among others. And this is our second week in a row with a throwback movie starring a former One Tree Hill star and she played Haley James Scott. Now tell me, did she marry a Scott brother or is she <laughs> related to the Scott family by blood? She married the other Scott uh, brother, Nathan. Okay. Yeah. So she has another name as well, but IMDb credits her with her married name. Oh my gosh. That is so funny that you asked that. Mm. Andrew Walker plays Nick. Did you know Did you know Andrew Walker has 82 acting credits according to IMDb? 82! a lot. He was recently in a safari romance, which I watched, and I thought was absolutely stunning to look at. Did you see it by chance? Um, It's because I've had COVID and I just needed something easy to watch. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I have not seen one Hallmark movie, new Hallmark movie, all summer long. Um, But I... It's a decent movie. It was not great. Okay. But very pretty to look at. Anyway, uh, he'll be back soon as Detective Tom in The Curious Caterer, The Last Suppers. Tom and Goldie return. Yeah, I'm I'm imagining that's going to be before the end of the year. It's got to be this fall, right? Don't you think so? I would assume so. It's it's already got an IMDb credit and they've promoted it. So It's been promoted? I haven't seen it promoted at all. Well, they've announced that it's coming, mm, which yeah. is pretty unusual. I'll mark to announce it terribly far in advance. It's got to be before the count countdown to christmas we shall see and we'll see also in this movie is everett golding he plays george wilmore i really enjoyed him even though his role is relatively small short in this movie um he has 42 acting credits including girls gone hallmark bingo moment uh, one episode of once upon a time where he plays <laughs> rapunzel's father um he has roles in other hallmark movies like playing cupid a christmas tree grows in colorado and the christmas promise found him very soothing on screen presence. Did you? Yes. Lovely. Is it time for a first impression? Sure. Uh, good tropes never fail. Mm. My first impression is it's You've Got Mail with a twist. I'm, okay, let's just talk about it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I feel like this is the story I might have seen before somewhere else. Uh, oh, yes, <laughs> You know what I mean? Indeed. But I didn't hate it. I think a good trope like... 
a secret pen pal makes for a good movie. Mm. No, I don't disagree. We'll talk more about it soon. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about what we liked about this movie. Go ahead. One thing I liked is the family, by which I mean the Everson family, surprised me several times in this movie. There's a moment when Abby is talking to Mr. Everson and in walks Sophie, and I expected her to be kind of snide. Mm -hmm. And instead, she comes in, she's like, oh, dad's not going to be able to be in on those meetings as much as you'd like it. And I thought she was just going to push Abby aside, but she's like, let's see how we can help you out. And... Nick Everson, we know that he is reluctant to come back to the family business. But when he shows up at work, he's really warm and genial with everyone in the office. He's there to work. Mm-hmm. And I, well, those two characters both could have gone in a very different direction, I think. And they didn't have the bad attitudes I expected them to. I hear you because I think we are so often fed characters like that. That you expected? Yes, I've been conditioned to expect those characters. Exactly. And it was a pleasant surprise. Exactly. I think Bethany Joy Lenz is one of my favorite Hallmark actors. And now let me let me preface this with saying that I I think it's because she's not in a ton of Hallmark movies. Therefore, I'm always surprised and enjoy her performances when she she ends up in one overused for you yes exactly Uh and honestly it might just be this covid brain but i was like was she in the weddingville trilogy she was not no but like she can kind of get mixed with like the autumn reesers and i guess maybe autumn reeser like they seem kind of similar maybe a little bit i don't disagree i think The acting was really strong in this movie from a number of characters. I thought Andrew Walker's performance was strong. I really liked the supporting performance from Frances Flanagan as Aunt Frances. Did Andrew Walker seem like a a different character than we usually seen from him? How so? Well, I think he usually plays these, like, kind of buttoned up, got it together kind of guys. Mm -hmm. And he was a little bit more of a free spirit. I mean, he's still like Andrew Walker with his tidy haircut. So he didn't give like fully (laughs) like I'm a fisherman living in my trailer moment. Like I think they could have gotten that more with a Tyler Hines maybe Mm. or Christopher Russell. But I think his like spontaneous free spirit attitude might be a little bit different than what we usually see from Andrew Walker. I really liked him in this role. Agree. And I liked his kind of pushback against the traditional without being, he was still trying to be successful. He still wanted the business to be successful. He was still working toward the same goal, which is, again, goes back to my original point. Like he could have been like, oh, I'm going to be late to everything. I'm going to show up kind of looking like a mess and I don't know what I'm doing. And I don't think he did that, but he pushed back into like, okay, well, Here's your way where everything is neat and tidy and presentable. And here's my way where we're going to get it done. But just spread your wings a little bit. Mm. And that's interesting. Would you have found him to be a tiny bit more believable if he was stylized as like you, a free spirit? And I'm quoting free spirit. Like if he was a little more like. I didn't find him unbelievable in the role. I just think it's different from the Andrew Walker we usually see. Yeah. I don't disagree. I thought Bethany and Andrew were a nice pairing. I It's so weird because, and I don't want to compare, but 
When we saw Bethany with Tyler Hines in An Unexpected Christmas, like those two for me were like kaboom, dynamic together. Mm-hmm. I thought that Walker and her, they were nice together. Not dynamic, though. So I agree with you. I think Andrew Walker has such a comfortable energy that his chemistry on screen is like 15th date chemistry. Mm. It's like we're warm, we're comfortable, we have a rapport, but it's not that like firework first date chemistry that I think you get with a Tyler Hines. Mm -hmm. I think he gives that off with a lot of his characters and... I read another review that said they didn't think they had a lot of chemistry as well. And I just think it's a different kind of chemistry. A settled and relaxed and warm and comfortable and safe and like we know you vibe. So that's so interesting because I have a note here that I thought that Bethany gave more than him. Mm -hmm. But now that you say it like that, maybe that's just his vibe is kind of like a little more backseat yeah you know yeah Eh, okay anything else you liked two things okay i love the wardrobe for abby Hmm. i don't feel like i've talked about wardrobe in many 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 episodes Mm -hmm. my early days of talking homework movies i focus on wardrobe a lot i i mean it was very 2019 there was a lot of skinny jeans but i just (laughs) <laughs> I just liked what she wore. I'm I like, in a, I'm in a very like, I need a wardrobe refresh of yeah. my own. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. I, I really liked how nice she looked. The other thing is I enjoy a pen pal trope. And I just think there's something sweet and innocent about like this kind of communication between people these mm-hmm. days, because like mm-hmm. it doesn't exist really. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it might. The whole message in the bottle thing is, like, too far-fetched for me. Like, honestly, are you going to seek somebody out? Like, you find this letter in a bottle. I mean, she left her email address right there. He didn't have to seek very hard. True. Okay, fine. But I did, like, the email stuff, like, back and forth. I just like it. So can we move to what we wish for because it's related to this? Yes. So one of my favorite movies is You've Got Mail. I love that movie. I've seen it many, many times. Although, when I rewatched it a couple of years ago for the first time in a while, my husband's like, these two people are terrible. They're both in relationships and cheating. Mm-hmm. I was like, that, you have a point. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I don't know why I forgive it when it's Joe Fox and Kathleen Kelly, but you do have a point. I, early on, was like, oh, this is like, you've got mail with a twist. And then there were so many similarities to you've got mail. Mm. Like. The scene where they're messaging back and forth from bed, straight out of You've Got Mail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The scene where Nick discovers Abby identity right when they're supposed to meet and he doesn't show up for their date, Mm. straight Mm. out of You've Got Mail. The fact that he decides, I'm going to make her fall in love with me in real life before revealing my identity, also straight out of that movie. So I really enjoyed this movie, but I was like, wait, it's, it's Hallmark does You've Got Mail. And I don't actually hate Bethany Joy Lenz and Andrew Walker as the Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks of Hallmark, I gotta say. (laughs) Does it make you a little bit angry, though? Like, not angry, but, like, annoyed. Like, come on. Do better, writers. Like, I was like, I 
found it distracting mm-hmm. that there were so many similarities. I kept yeah. thinking like, oh, that's 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 just like this. That's just like that. So that's an interesting take. I will say that, like I said, I like the trope. I don't like the amount of similarities. That bothers me because I'm a smarter viewer than that. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I just think like, well, yeah, if I showed it to my Gen Xer, she would think this is groundbreaking material. But considering like we've seen this movie played out, Mm -hmm. like almost, you know, similar scenes, it just bothers me a little bit. Yes. That's all. Okay. I do have a question though. I know this was in 2019 and it was not that long ago, but in 2023, how does this work? You know what I mean? Like they're not, two adults talking over email feels a little bit outdated. Well, that's a good point. So what would the alternative be, right? Like if you were going to send a message in a bottle in 2023, would you put like your Instagram handle on there? No. I get, but no. that's too personal. <laughs> then they're going to know exactly who you are. Email has the ability to be anonymous. Yeah. The other thing is I think email works because if you use in a movie, just movie based, I think if you use any one of these social media platforms, it gets dated very quickly. Mm-hmm. If you make one up, I feel like that gets dicey when they're like, mm, it's face mail or whatever. <laughs> Photogram. <laughs> I don't love it when they do that. Yeah. The messaging was funny to me. I'm like, where are they messaging? Because it was like not an email platform sometimes. It was like mm. they were instant messaging. Oh, my God. I'm like, is where where can you do that? Yeah, I don't know. It did date the movie a little bit. But I also think maybe it's to the movie's credit that it didn't date it even more. Yeah. What if they, like, didn't email? What if they were writing letters back and forth? Oh. Would you hate that? Well, I guess I get too stuck in the weeds of, well, how do they do that? How are they sending mail if they don't know who the other person is? Mm, Because there's this whole, like, name and address on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, remember, I don't know if you watched it. It was last Christmas. It was a Julie Sherman Wolf movie, and it was a matchmaker situation, and they were leaving letters with, like, the doorman. I don't think I did watch that. I can't remember what it was called. It's driving me crazy. The Hanukkah movie? Yes. Jeremy Jordan, wasn't it? Anyway, that's how they got around that, is that they were leaving the letters, like, you know, they weren't mailing them to somebody's I like that. home. Yes, so anyway. I like that. I just w- was wondering. I'm just playing devil's Hanukkah advocate on here. Rye. Oh, yes. Okay. That's what it was called. I freaking love that movie. I have one thing I wish for. Yes. They didn't, like, lean too hard into it, but the whole, like, Abby is an uptight woman who takes her job so seriously, stereotype. Um, she comes off as, like, kind of a bitch. You I didn't hate- love that? I hate it. I hate it. I didn't get that. I normally hate that, too. I didn't get that vibe. Oh, Maybe it was just me. Well, I don't know. That's valid. I just, I normally don't like that either. I just thought she was committed to her job. She really wanted this promotion. She was willing to do. And I could get that it was frustrating. Like, oh, they're going to bring the boss's son just because he's an Everson. Like, he hasn't worked here. He doesn't know more than me. Mm -hmm. I felt like her complaints were valid when she was like, 
why do I have to work with this guy and get your shit together? And I'm going to send you all of this material because you haven't worked here in years. Yes. I think that's like what it was. It's like she like give, sent him all the information and he didn't read it. And then she looks like she's just so hardcore, you know, mm-hmm. I, I just don't like that. Why can't we be taken seriously? I mean, she gets the promotion. I think she is taken seriously. I do think she is respected by the people she works with, too. Okay. All right. Yeah, I don't know. That's not the vibe I got, but it doesn't make your point invalid. Okay. Do you have any? Did you see that? Just one. Me too, just one. That is one giant stack of pancakes. But that was a really delightful scene. It was a delightful scene, and she's so excited about it, and the pancakes looked delicious, but there were like six giant pancakes on that plate. Yeah, can you eat that many? I mean, my eyes are I love always a pancake, <laughs> but I don't think even I could eat six giant pancakes. But I, aesthetically, coming out with like yes. this huge plate of pancakes was just so cute. You are she, you are right. It was and nice looking. Her reaction to it oh, was pancakes. Oh, it was it was surprising. Like I just loved it. I just thought that was such a cute scene. I had okay, but in that moment, I really was like she was frustrated with him in that moment a little bit and then like the pancakes show up and I was like, "Okay, she's just like full-grown adult woman and you're just going to distract her with the stack of pancakes." I did have that moment of like with food. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here's some pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Did you notice at the beginning when she's at the wedding, she's in a very pretty woman-ish polka dot dress. Oh, I did. But you know what's so funny is I didn't notice it until later when she's carrying the dress from the dry cleaner. Do you know what oh, I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, that's that same dress. Not same, but very similar, that brown polka dot dress that we saw in the in movie earlier this year. That's yes. That's so reminiscent of exactly. Pretty I Woman. mean, it's just like a classic look, right? It is a classic look. Yeah. But that's all I had. All right. What did you rate this movie? I gave it three and a half stars. Oh, I gave it four. Oh, look at that. I really, liked, really this liked it. Yeah. And I feel like on the trajectory of summer movies, we started off strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Christmas, which I'm not really counting those Christmas and July movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we hit a real rough patch. <laughs> love you on think? the sidelines struggled. Frozen oh. in love was a challenge. Things started to pick up last week, but this, I'm glad we finished strong. And most of our selection, if not all, the placement was random throughout the summer. We didn't know at all. Yeah. What we were looking forward to. So well done, Wendy, with the random placement, because I'm glad we ended on a high note because I started to worry that maybe there were no more good Hallmark fan favorite movies. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, I'm telling you, our fall list is all based off of suggestions from our Mm -hmm. listeners Mm -hmm. and from those in the Facebook group and on Instagram. So don't blame me. I did not pick these movies. Oh, I'm not blaming you. The worst movie we watched this summer was a movie that I put on the list. I think it, you had forgotten, right? It's that football movie, right? Love on the Sidelines. My memory oh my of God. it was strong. Um, which, by the way, lots of people love. Hop into <laughs> our Facebook group. Lots of people have a lot of affinity for that movie. So I know. <laughs> here's what I'm excited about about those fall movies is often yeah. the Hallmark fall lineup has nothing to do with fall. Yeah. So I'm excited for some actual fall content. We're guaranteed within our own throwback movies to get those real strong leaves changing 
even if it is CGI vibes. In in our Girls Gone Hallmark universe? Yes. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to them, to be honest. Yeah. And we're taking a fall foliage trip this year. I'm excited. You guys are again? You did that last year. Breaking Ridge. Oh, at least it's closer to home this year. Yeah. And now we want to move there. Anyway. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of Girls Gone Hallmark. Continue the conversation in our Facebook group, which you can find at Girls Gone Hallmark. It's also helpfully linked in our show notes for you. And we'll be back next week with a brand new review. Bye. Bye. 